Hey there and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast. My name is Sam. And my name is Ian. And today we're asking what's the crack about? Comic books. Comic books. Great. And what will we ask? We're going to think about how comics are perceived, what they're thought of in general among people, uh, what we read as far as books go, if, or if we read comics and whether or not we like them, uh, whether or not we think that they're useful, educational for people. So let's find out more about that. Ian. Yes. I have a question for But welcome, by the way. Oh, thank you. I appreciate how, that. How are you feeling? Really good. It's always been a dream of mine to be on the show. So thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're famous, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you, how respected do you think comic books are by parents and librarians? Well, when I was growing up, uh, our teachers would tell us, you have to pick a book to read over the summer, and you have to read this much of the book and write this about the book. And mm -hmm. then at the end, they'd always say, but it can't be a comic book. Uh -huh. I think, oh, why not? Because actually growing up, I, I used to love reading comics and I still yeah. kind of do, you know, but now yeah. that I'm an adult and I have less time than when I was a child, mm -hmm. I don't read them so often. Do but. you mean an adult? Yeah, adult, <laughs> I guess. Because <laughs> it's slightly different. Yeah. <clears throat> of course I'm right. Oh, of course. You're always uh, right. You're the host, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. That's the rule. <laughs> um, as far as... Uh, my experience with comics, I also uh, read uh, quite a bit of comics growing up and like maybe we're, we'll talk more about this later, but um, as an adult, I've also uh, got some comics from a library and I felt, not that I felt embarrassed about it, but I felt that when I took it to the librarian, they were like, oh, right, he's a you know, 20, 30 year old child. Right. <laughs> he's a grown man <laughs> reading know, a child's yeah, book. There's, yeah. there's, I think there is a, a kind of general feeling that they're not legitimate. Mm, or something mm. but <clears throat> I'd have to share that uh, I would have to share that sentiment actually yeah um, I kind of get the same vibe yeah especially when you talk about comic books and other things like I I'm an adult but I like animation a lot mm -hmm. and I get the same thing from people mm -hmm. you know they'll say what should we watch I'll say well there's this really good animated movie that just came out and they say how old are you animation <laughs> yeah, I kind of get this vibe yeah. from them yeah. so yeah. I, I oh. can relate so let's talk about that more because we're going to talk about uh, what we feel, what books and what comics we read a little bit later. But as far as uh, what you generally read, as far as gen genres of books, and we're talking just ordinary books now. Okay. Like ordinary. Got it. Ordinary. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. What do you read? Um, I like to read stuff that's historical, autobiographical, and mysteries. Mm -hmm. Mysteries, I think, are my favorites. Okay. And um, what's your favorite book, if you have one favorite that you can think of? Mm, Total Recall by Arnold Schwarzenegger. A book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, really? his book is amazing. And of course, I'm sure he, wrote, he had an editor. He wrote it. He wrote it, and he had an editor that helped make it more natural. And that's, ah, oh, oh, so Okay. <laughs> that's my favorite book, actually. And it's autobiography? It's an autobiography? Yeah, it's an autobiography. He made a movie called Total Recall. Uh -huh. And then, now that he's older, yeah. you know, the book is called Total Recall. It, it makes a lot of sense. Because he's recalling his life. It's, ha, probably, ha, ha. it's probably one of his most... Because at first, when you said Total Recall, I thought, oh, it's a book based on the film. No, it's no. Not, it's not at all. It's, it's his autobiography. autobiography. It's really good. I like reading that sort of autobiographical stuff about people who are great or have mm -hmm. done great things. Mm -hmm. I like reading about history. Inspirational so, people. 
inspirational people. I guess you could say that, you know, I feel like we're all looking for inspiration and things and I'm no exception. I like to read about inspirational people who have done inspirational things. So, yeah. Cool. Um, I also love to read a little bit of history. I have done, I have read some autobiographies or or biographies, but actually um, more a bit of history, but also science fiction. My favorite, in in actual fact, I I love uh, science fiction, but my favorite all-time book is probably Stalingrad. What uh, is that? Anthony Bivoir. Uh, it's based on the World War II in the city of Stalingrad, mm. now, now called Volgograd, I want to say, I think, uh, something like that. Uh, but it's cha- name change anyway now, but it was Stalingrad. And it was, uh, as far as the book led me to believe, it was like a turning point in World War II, where uh, a lot of, well, a lot of people died. It was a very tragic time, but the detail in the book was so, so much detail, so much personal he used a lot of personal diaries to explain, and it's it's amazing. Like it reads like a novel. Hmm. Uh, it has, of course, lots of historical facts, but it reads. But it's his like experiences, almost like a diary he, and novel. He, no, film. no, he's no? he's uh, maybe in English or uh, uh, American or something. So he wasn't there. He's just purely wrote it based on historical information. Oh, and it reads like a novel. Amazing. He must have worked so hard to create it. I mean, it's a big, big book. Yeah. So yeah. I, I couldn't recommend it more for someone interested in, especially interested in history in Russia. And that's called Stalingrad? Stalingrad, yeah. I got to read it. Okay. Uh, you Will you ask me something? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Um, do you like reading comics? I know that we were talking about comics a second ago. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, if you like reading them, which ones do you like? Why? So, we kind of established, maybe we got ahead of ourselves, that we love comics, right? Yes, definitely. Uh, so maybe we're a little bit biased. Uh, well, you know, I don't exactly also... like American comic books or, uh-huh. you know, the English comic books. Okay. I'm not okay. really a fan of those, actually. Okay. So maybe, well, so maybe we can give, we can definitely give our two cents into it anyway. Yeah, uh, definitely. Or, or two pennies. Now, you like reading <laughs> reading the classic American ones, right? I, I do, uh, but I also grew up reading uh, British comics um, for younger boys. I mean, these were based a lot on school children who were a little bit badly behaved, a little bit naughty mm. in school. And it for me, it was just fun to read those as well growing up. Um, have you ever heard of what's this? Oh, what's it? Dennis the Menace? Of course. Uh, That's a British books. one? Uh, as far as I know, yes. Oh. Uh, but it was definitely popular in Britain. And there's another one, Desperate Dan and Dabino and all of these I grew up. And they're never heard of those. Quite, quite simple comics, not, not very intricate, but um, enjoyable to read. And for a young boy, the kind of topics like you know, rebellion, being a little bit rebellious and stuff, kind of that kind of topic, and they're fun. Uh, But I probably wouldn't read them so much now, maybe maybe a little bit, but I, I, as an adult, I haven't read any of them. But I do, uh, I do like Batman comics, particularly. Mm. Um, I love, I love Batman as a character, the whole idea of Batman. Uh, And I like to read some comic, uh, especially the classic ones. There are some really good classic ones, like uh, the Dark Knight Returns, I think it's called. Yeah, uh, yeah. You've read it? No. But it, it it's Frank Miller, and I think it's The Dark Knight Returns. And there are now three parts to it, but I like particularly like the first two parts. And it's uh, He Fights Superman. 
Oh, um, they made a movie about that, right? Yeah, but and the book is better, as usual. Okay. But the comic, so the comic book uh, is came first, much much earlier than the film, and it's more realistic. There's more drama to it than in the film, and it's not just Martha, Martha, you know, like the, the name Martha. Yeah. <clears throat> I've read Planet Hulk, uh, which is a really really good Hulk comic. Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk. Is he in Hulk. space? He goes into space. He ends up in another planet, and it gives him a chance to really show off his powers uh, because he's fighting aliens, like tearing them apart and stuff. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I got to stop you. I'm really uh -huh. interested in this. Uh huh. Why is the Hulk in space? Uh, well, the reason is because he's so dangerous. His friends oh. are just like, okay, let's get rid of him. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, the the film kind of did that. Uh, when he went to another, he, d he did go to another planet in the Thor film, the l last Thor film. I don't think I saw it. Um, that was a uh, Ragnarok, right? Ragnarok. Yeah. And he ended up in another planet, and that's also based on Planet Hulk. Uh, mm -hmm. But again, although I like, I really kind of like that Thor film, but I think that Planet Hulk, for me, uh, when I first read it, was even better. Like, fantastic, really good. So uh, he fights aliens. Or yeah. now, is this planet that he's on, it's inhabited by people too, right? Uh, no. No, there, there only are humanoids, aliens. but not people. Uh, there's government and stuff, and also weird creatures. So there's a society with yeah. weird creatures in yeah. it. I yeah, so it's, I mean, you can allow the Hulk to go a bit wild and be much more free and much more, uh, much more like the Hulk. Smash and tear and... Break, Violence. Break everything. Yes. Pretty much. I love pretty it. Much. Okay, so maybe we should talk about violence too. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's think. Uh, another comic I love, and I'll let, I'll let you talk. It's uh, <laughs> recently I read a series, uh, The Sandman. The Sandman. Uh, and they started in 1989, and they are fantastic. And it's, it's a series of comics that are lots and lots of comics, but they were written in short stories like all kind of short stories but fantastically written really really good and the artwork is actually really good too in fact i didn't love the the initial one but actually once once i read the initial one they became really really good you know i think that's how most things go you know most mm -hmm. comic books even most tv shows you know mm -hmm. very few tv shows or comic books captivate you from the very first episode. Most of the time you have to like invest a little bit of time mm -hmm. until it starts to really get good. And you know, the characters are introduced, yeah. the plot is more well filled out. Yeah. And then you can start to enjoy the sort of either drama or action or whatever it is you're yeah, enjoying. I agree, so, uh, yeah. totally. Um, but I should ask you, what comics do you like? Well, you know, I, I, like I said before, I've never really liked American comic books. Mm -hmm. um, I was really into Spider-Man, actually, uh, growing up. I loved Spider-Man, and I did have a few of his comic books. But really, I like to play his video games. Uh -huh. The Spider-Man video games <laughs> were so fun for me. Uh -huh. So I guess he's a comic book character that I've always really liked. Uh -huh. And even even today, I like Spider-Man, but they've, they've kind of taken Spider-Man in a weird direction okay. these days. Yeah. So they there, just keep remaking it over and over again, and each one gets of, worse. Yeah, are, there are a lot of films now. Like yeah. So many films now. A lot. I, I mean, I like Spider-Man, but I think for me, it's too much. 
Too much. If it, and if in it what were, way? I mean, too many films, too often. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, it's hard to keep up with all the films, but if it were Batman, I probably wouldn't complain. But, yeah. But I'm not, I'm just not as big a fan mm. as, as You see, Batman is a franchise that's treated with very much care and uh-huh. tact. And, you know, whenever a Batman film is released, everybody kind of goes, oh, the new Batman is out. Yeah. Right? But whenever I hear about a new Spider-Man film, I'm like, another? Yeah. Again? But, yeah. And then I and then I hear the plot, and it's almost the exact same thing yeah, as the Tobey uh, Maguire movies. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. maybe it's connect with the licensing and the politics surrounding it too. Maybe you know I think that Stan Lee recently died, mm-hmm. so maybe that might be part of it. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, okay. So you don't you haven't? How, what's the last comic you've ever read? I mean, the last comic you've read. The last most, comic I've most read. recent. Do the Japanese ones count? Absolutely. Mm, case closed. Okay. Case closed. What? what? You're finishing it? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's called, called Case Closed. Tell us, tell us about it. What's it like? <laughs> um, it's a mystery manga. It's not a comic, I guess. Mm. But it, it is a comic. It's a mm. Japanese comic. Um, it's about this boy. He's a, he's a small child. Mm-hmm. Maybe like eight or nine years old. And he's been eight or nine since like the late 70s when this... <laughs> franchise okay. started yeah, yeah but he's a genius an extreme genius and he solves cases and uh he always you know says some stuff like sherlock like well i noticed that the knife was on the right side of the table uh-huh. and mr jones is left-handed <laughs> so someone else must have been in this apartment right you know he does stuff yeah. like this all the time so yeah, yeah. it's it for me it's interesting you know but i have to take a break from that every once in a while because like I said, it's been going on since like the early '80s, late '70s, something yeah. like this. Yeah. So after a while, you know, you gotta run out of ideas. Okay. It's starting sure, to get sure. a yeah. little bit repetitive. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, that was the last one I read, though. Well, that sounds good, though. It sounds yeah, it's good. It's not bad. I, I, I'm great. Although I've talked a bit about Batman and Hulk and stuff, I I like to read some other different different comics too. Um, there's, for example, Mouse. It's called Mouse in Mouse. German. And it's about uh, Holocaust survivor's son wrote it, and it's all about his life story and stuff. So now, did the Holocaust survivor's son live in the concentration camp with his father? He, uh, well, now, now you're testing me. Uh, he wrote, <laughs> as far as I can remember, because it's been a while. He wrote about his dad's life. I see. So it wasn't so his experience his with experience. his father. So he, as far as I can remember, sat down with his dad and tried, um, took a bit of time and. They weren't. They didn't have a perfect relationship, but they worked out how to, uh, you know, to record his story. And in the end, he chose to write the Jewish people as mice, or to draw it mm-hmm. as a comic book with Jewish people as mice. And I think the Germans were cats, and there were nice. other different animals too for different nationalities. But um, you can see, you can see the, the reference. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> if the I, Americans were pigs, I'm gonna laugh really hard. I don't hard. think. I don't know, but I doubt it. I doubt it because I think the guy uh, lives in America or did live in America. But don't quote me. I'm not an expert. I need to read it again, actually. I didn't finish it. Yeah. I got like three quarters way through and I didn't get time to finish it. But I want to finish it. And it's, I mean, it's uh, it's a strange because he could have chosen to write it uh, purely as a book. And it would have been great, interesting. But he chose to uh, have it as a comic book format. Why do you think he chose that? 
Well, it wasn't necessary, but I think it was a creative choice. Maybe, well, maybe to appeal to more young people. Mm, perhaps. Maybe to make it more accessible, more easy to read. Yeah. Uh, but this is a burning question, Ian. Are you ready for this? I'm it's, ready it's for it, Sam. burning question. Lay it on me. Uh, why do you think comics are not taken seriously as literature? Well, I suppose that part of it is the fact that um, people believe that if you have a picture with the words, that you must not be smart enough to envision it yourself. Mm -hmm. I think there's a sort of stigma that comic books are for like dumb, loser people, but that's not true at all, actually. Mm -hmm. I think that comic books are literature, in my opinion, yeah. because whenever you're reading, you see that visualization. And for me, and especially for, for the people listening to this podcast who might not be native English speakers, that could really help you understand a lot of the things going on. Mm -hmm. And it can add another element of like depth of that drama or that yeah. action that's going on. Absolutely. So for me, I like it because, you know, you, you take a great comic like Death Note or Spider-Man uh -huh. and the illustrations add to what's happening. Right. So for yes. me, they are literature. It's telling uh -huh. a story yeah. just in a different way. Is violence a problem? For me, violence is never a problem. You know, people <laughs> people always like to come I'm, out. And... I'm going to need to back away from you. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't worry, Sam. You're safe. You're safe. I'm safe. Yes. You heard that from me. <laughs> <laughs> for, for me, violence has never been a problem in media. I'm uh -huh. not a maniac. I promise. Do you think, like, uh, some people feel that if kid is subjected, a young person is subjected to violence in, in the media, they're automatically going to become violent. Is this the problem? Well, you know, that, that used to be a belief, at least I can't speak for the UK, but in the mm -hmm. United States, that used to be a very prevalent belief that, you know, mm -hmm. oh, these kids are playing Grand Theft Auto and they're yeah. beating prostitutes and they're selling drugs. Okay, now yeah, they're going to start yeah. to do that in real life. Yeah. And that's, I, I think yeah. it's totally not the case. And there's no studies that have come out that can prove this. Right. And right. actually, the guy who invented Pac-Man, you know, waka, 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 waka. Uh -huh. The guy who invented this oh, yeah. game came out. Waka, waka, I know. Yeah, you know waka, waka? <laughs> I also know waka, waka, but I know Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he came out. And he said, if video games inspire children and how they behave, yeah. then they would be running around trying to eat ghosts. But right. they're not. Right. It, yes. It's dumb. It's exactly. for, for me, it's kind of silly. See, how I, how I uh, look at it is majority of children are smart enough to know the difference between a com uh, comic book, a video game, a film, and reality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's maybe, maybe it's just the idea comes from people who just aren't comfortable with it themselves. It's not mm -hmm. their thing. And I think sometimes people, if it's not their thing, they kind of maybe paint it more black than they should. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. But all I know is that people do tend to fear things that they don't understand. Uh -huh. And if they don't understand the appeal of why people want to play games like Grand right. Theft Auto or read comic books like Planet Hulk where he's ripping apart aliens and drinking their blood and all uh -huh. this. <laughs> if they don't understand the appeal of it, then one could be led to believe like, oh, well, if you like this, you must approve of this behavior. Uh -huh. You must approve of ripping people in yeah. half. Like no one said that. Maybe it's a, yeah, maybe it is a lack of understanding. I think so, I actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think that we can use comics to learn? 
uh, you and I to learn or for other people to learn through comics, whether it's another language or whether it's your own native language. What do you think? Well, and you're talking about in terms of learning another language in particular. Uh, well, let's start with that. So can we use comics to learn another language, a second language or a third language? I think that if you have an, an elementary or maybe like a pre-intermediate level of understanding, mm -hmm. yeah, you could absolutely use comic books to help you. And like I said earlier, having that visual aid can really assist you in understanding what's going on so you yeah. can make better inferences yeah. about what the words mean without even looking them up. And that's how we learn mm -hmm. as native speakers. First yeah. we infer and then we confirm Yeah. what it means in a dictionary or by, you know, for us, it was asking our parents maybe. Mm -hmm. So I think they're a great way to learn another language. Yeah. And when I was studying Japanese, you better believe I was reading Japanese comics. Uh-huh. And why not? Absolutely. That's fantastic, I guess. It's entertainment. It's, it's edutainment. Uh -huh. Education and entertainment together. Oh, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Is that, a, is that a new one? Is that an Ianism? Unfortunately, I can't take credit for that one, but... <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is cool. Say that again. Eduism? Edutainment. Edutainment. Wow. Yeah, education edutainment. and entertainment. Bam! Edutainment. Ah, but I... Well, so here's where I, I, I would agree with you. I think if you can learn, and not everyone understands it, but if you can learn and enjoy yourself at the same time, you have succeeded in learning, uh, in teaching yourself or learning. Because if you can have fun and learn at the same time, then it's not hard. Yeah. You know, it's something you can do again and again. So that's absolutely. Um, okay. And tell me, what, if any, comics would you recommend for learning? For learning English? Mm. Mm. That's a difficult one because I've never read comics to learn English. You're, you're not such a... So let me say, uh, I recommend some of the maybe older Batman comics... Why the um, older ones? Um, well, I like some of the classic ones, like there's Mad Love, for example, which is um, quite straightforward story. There's nothing uh, very unusual about it, but it's, it's, it's classic. It's mm -hmm. classic. Or maybe, let me see, uh, I like Batman R.I.P. It's one of my favorite comics. It's about Batman, who is a little bit... Um, He's losing his mind a little bit, actually. Mm. And, well, if you like a specific character, I think you should read about him. I mean, for me, it's Batman, and I'll recommend Batman. Planet Hulk, I would recommend too, uh, because it's such a really good story. Yeah. Um, but I like other characters like Wolverine. And Ooh, that's a cool Wolverine's, one. Wolverine's great. And yeah. I've even read Dracula comics. Dracula comics. Dracula comics. That exists. There, there's a Dracula comic. I've read it in Russian. Oh, so, so you used it to study Russian. So I have, yeah, I've practiced what I preach, I guess. Wow. I, I, I use comics, not not always, but sometimes I read comics in Russian, and it helps me develop my Russian a little bit. I gotta Learning say, I'm impressed. Stuff. I'm yeah, very no, impressed. No. Why? 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 <laughs> now, now I, I have to say, though, there can be a downside. Mm -hmm. to using comics to learn another language. Okay. And that's because, um, like, for example, 
when I was learning Japanese, people would tell me, don't use comic books, don't use anime,、mm-hmm. don't use any of this to learn because they teach you things like, I'm powering up to destroy the world.、Uh-huh. You know, when will you use that? Or, you know,、okay. this is my blood well, fist. You don't、technique. do that. You don't say that every day? Not every day, just、no. every other day. But. but <laughs> Yeah, so whenever, whenever you're learning, just, just be sure to wade through all the things that、mm-hmm. might just be irrelevant to everyday life or just、mm-hmm. aren't really even words in general. They're just、mm-hmm. kind of made up for the fictional universe. But Ian, couldn't, don't, couldn't you say the same about an ordinary book as well, though? You know,、hmm. if you're reading a history book or、uh, maybe a science fiction book, aren't there other words there too that you're not going to use every day? You make a very good point. Yeah. That's I, true. I, I guess that if you're reading something that's very out of this world, you know, like science fiction or even like historical fiction, you know, so, so some people like to write books about what would happen if, you know, Hitler was never defeated. What would happen if this or that, right?、Mm. So I guess, yeah, unless if you're reading something like that,、mm-hmm. you really could also run into the same sort of thing. Do you think there is any advantage to choosing an ordinary book to read? Compared to a comic book. So, say, say you want to improve your Russian and you choose a novel or a historical book in Russian、mm-hmm. instead of choosing a comic in Russian. Well, Is there、um, any advantage to it? You mean of picking the novel over the comic yeah, book? Yeah.、Uh, for me, I would say that I guess I would get more clout. For、yeah. reading the, the, the book, but for, for personal use and for bettering myself, maybe not actually. And I have to say, I would never even try to read a novel in,、yeah. in, in Russian at this point. You know, my, my, my Russian is like elementary and it's not high elementary. Okay. <laughs> it's, okay. it's pretty elementary. It's elementary, elementary. It's elementary, <laughs> elementary, Ele- definitely. Elementary, my dear Ian. Oh. <laughs> and that's a British person talking to Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock、right? Holmes, yeah. <laughs> Although he doesn't normally have a Northern Irish accent. Doesn't matter.、Um, Sherlock is Sherlock. Yeah, I,、uh, actually, I think that、uh, comic books can be less intimidating. Definitely.、Uh, and also, I think that maybe, and he, this is just an idea, if you have a word and a picture that you can maybe connect the two to try and remember the word in the future, you know, maybe you learn a new word and you get a picture or at least an idea from it.、Uh, I'm not saying you can't do that with a novel. But maybe they're a little bit more、uh, accessible. And I,、mm. used, I used that word earlier, right? True.、Accessible. True. Yeah. I, and you know, I, I guess it all comes down to this. When you're, when you're learning a language, try to use things that you don't hate.、Mm-hmm. Try to use,、yeah. you know, th- like textbooks that you actually don't hate reading. Or if you're just, you know, trying to practice in some leisure time,、yeah. you know, read, like, like I said earlier, edutainment, a comic、uh-huh. book, or maybe、right. play a quick game on the internet.、Yeah. You know, you、Absolutely. don't have to sit down with a novel and a dictionary and translate every、yeah. sentence because that gets really boring really fast. And it almost it, it doesn't enable you to enjoy the content of what you're reading、exactly. after a certain point. Yeah. What I like to do actually when I try to practice listening or reading or whatever, I try to do just what I normally do in real life in English,、hmm. what I enjoy in English. I try to try and translate that into some kind of Russian activity, which mightn't be as fluid or good, but still I try to make that. Yeah, so you, yeah, it's, I agree with you completely. 
Yeah. Do we agree too much? <laughs>、uh, maybe, maybe you know, maybe we're too similar. I don't know.、Uh, so, I mean, if you were given the chance, would you work on a comic book? Hell no. Why not? It's too much work. It's、yeah. way too much work. I mean, these、right. people. They put blood, sweat, and tears into、right. this kind of comic book industry, and you know, for me, it's not something I'm that passionate about.、Uh-huh. You know, you don't you don't start drawing comics for the money. You know, I, I don't、uh-huh. think that very many comic book you know authors or illustrators are super rich. I think、mm-hmm. that they make a, a good living. Yeah, but you know. It's not something you do for the money, and I definitely don't have the passion for it. Yeah. So yeah. if somebody offered that to me, I would have to respectfully decline.、It、takes a lot of dedication. A lot of dedication,、craft. a lot of hard work,、yeah. and you really have to be interested in this this sphere, you know. Yeah. And that's a sphere that I'm not really. I, I'm scratching the surface of it. Yeah. It's not something I'm deep within yeah, enough yeah, yeah. to actually write something compelling. Yeah. You need to be from your youth. Just totally living and breathing, I guess. Yeah. How about you, though? Would you? I um. Maybe as a writer, but I think I. Although I can draw a bit, not I couldn't. I could not draw all day, and,、yeah. and couldn't not couldn't draw to the standard those guys can draw. It's amazing. But I recently read a comic and short bat my comic, and it was done as a sort of fifth. I think it was fiftieth anniversary, and the guy who wrote it. Uh, hadn't read, hadn't wrote a comic before, and he afterwards commented. He said, "Listen, these guys work so hard. I had no idea that it was so tough just、yeah. to write a comic. I mean, so it is. I would argue that comics are a craft. You know, you've got all the detail, all the talent in lots of different ways added into a comic. It's not just one writer, and okay, he's got people supporting him, a writer, but editors and so on, but." You've got more than that in a comic, so it's art,、yeah. art in lots of different ways.、Um, so, my biased opinion, Ian, <laughs> is that comics are a legitimate way to learn. I think, I think, okay, you're always going to have someone who doesn't agree with that, but absolutely, as a teacher, I think yes, they're a legitimate way to learn. I happen to agree with your biased opinion. Maybe we do agree <laughs> too much, but you know, I guess my opinion is also a little bit biased because. I've never been a you know sit down in your seat learn this grammar kind of、yeah. teacher you know yeah、uh, I've always thought that using practical methods yeah and teaching is much better you know and actually thinking outside the box yeah so for me I agree you know for for all the people listening to this podcast if you're maybe you know high elementary or pre intermediate、mm-hmm. I think you should probably pick up a comic book you like it would probably really help you out okay great so thank you very much Ian that was the crack. About comic books, so we give you、uh, our opinion on、uh, what we think the kind of bias against comic books is, and what we normally read, what genres we genres we read, and what comic books we have or haven't read, and why we feel they are legitimately educational.